What do hurricanes, politicians, and transfer pricing all have in common? They're all making headlines these days. That's right, even transfer pricing. Hello, everyone. It's Matthew DeMello, your host of The Fiona Show, hot off the press, cross-border solutions, weekly transfer pricing news podcast. And today, we're going to fill you in on those headlines, the transfer pricing ones, that is, sorry, the weather's just not that interesting. Here's your transfer pricing rundown. But first, a message from my friends and yours at Cross Border Solutions. Hi, I'm Matthew DeMello, and you may know me as the host of the Fiona Show Cross Border Solutions Weekly Transfer Pricing Podcast. And while I love to discuss transfer pricing, this podcast isn't the only place you can hear me doing it. Cross-Border Solutions recently relaunched Transfer Pricing University, a live webinar series where you can learn about modern-day transfer pricing, everything from methodologies to comparables to preparing documentation to meet country-specific regulations. Good stuff, I know. Chief Economist Mimi Song leads the sessions. I just ask the occasional obvious question. Since our program is NASBA certified, you can earn one CPE credit for joining each session. Pretty sweet. So what are you waiting for? Join us for Transfer Pricing University Weekly. Classes are free, so now you really have no reason to miss it. Sign up at xbs.ai tpu. Coronavirus is making life harder for everyone, even transfer pricing practitioners. I mean, there are so many questions to be answered. How do you handle comparables when so many companies have closed? What will 2020 do to multi-year averages? How should companies account for losses? If only there were somewhere to turn for guidance. Well, soon there may be. The OECD is considering guidance in the form of frequently asked questions, that is, about how to apply OECD guidelines to problems caused by the coronavirus pandemic. The OECD is still gauging whether there is enough interest and capacity to issue the guidance, but if the project gets green lit, help could be on the way later this year. There may be doubts over the arm's length principle's future, but the EU General Court seems to have no doubt about what it means for the present. Over the last few years, the EU Commission has accused many states of providing aid i.e. competitive advantages to various multinational companies. And the courts have relied on the arm's length principle to determine if and when that aid really exists. The Court of Justice turned to the arm's length principle in the cases of Starbucks and Fiat, concluding not only that Starbucks didn't receive aid and Fiat did, but also that the ALP is still the backbone of transfer pricing no matter what those rumors about its future say. Even more recently, the European General Court had to determine if Ireland had given state aid to Apple. And, well, the ALP came to the rescue there, too. In fact, the ALP saved Apple from having to true up to a 13 billion euro tax bill. So long live the arm's length principle, as I'm sure Apple would agree. The introduction of country-by-country country reporting back in 2016 taught us two things. One, we don't like having our related party transactions shared with countries around the world. And two, we're not big fans of reports. But did you ever wonder what country-by-country country reports tell tax authorities? In July, the OECD released statistics on roughly 4,000 multinational companies headquartered in 26 jurisdictions and found among other things, that M&Es often show profits in one jurisdiction and economic activity, jobs, assets, and sales, in another. Whoops! 
Another finding in jurisdictions with 0% corporate income tax rates, more revenue is generated per employee. Now that could be a sign of worker productivity, or it could be a sign of base erosion and profit shifting. Another discovery showed that related party revenues seem to be higher in investment hubs than in high, middle, and low income jurisdictions. Of course, a setup like this could be a sound commercial arrangement, or it could be something else. Either way, it's definitely a red flag, and the CBCR is right there to shed light on it. That's all we've got for you today, but do keep up. After all, it's so easy. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and we'll clue you into the transfer pricing scene every week. While you're there, check out our anchor podcast, The Fiona Show. I'm Matthew DeMello, and I host, edit, and engineer this podcast. Executive producer Marilyn Mitchum-Strom writes our scripts. What will happen in the transfer pricing world between now and next week? Who knows? But one thing's for sure, this is the place to find out.